Hey, what is up, everybody? This is your boy, AJ Tripp. And today we are ranking the receiving core 1 to 32 in the National Football League season 2022 and 2023. So I've done my running backs, I've done my quarterbacks. So please, if you have not listened or watched those uh, uh, videos, Make sure you go back and you do so, you know. Um, but here we are talking about the receiving course. And we're going to go from 1 through 32. We're starting off with the Los Angeles Rams. They are number one. Allen Robinson, Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson are going to be more likely your starters and your wideouts and your slot receivers. They are the ones that are going to do big things when it comes down to this season, and if Matthew Stafford's elbow stays healthy, I think he will be throwing the ball all across the field to Robinson, to Jefferson, to Cooper Cup. It's going to be a major, uh, uh, a major thing for the Los Angeles Rams in the passing game. Number two, the Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals got off with Jamar Chase and uh, T. Higgins, and they got Tyler Boyd. Uh, they are going to be fantastic this year. I think I think it's, it's it doesn't surprise me that the number one and number two receiving cores are the are the Super Bowl teams from last year. And I, I think no one should be surprised if they make it back to the Super Bowl again this year. No one should be surprised. Um, number three, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now we're talking about. Uh, the Buccaneers has Mike Edwards. They have Julio Jones. They have um, Russell Gage, who was an unrestricted free agent from uh, Atlanta. Uh, and, of course, Chris Godwin will come back later in the year off his ACL tear. They also have Brashad Perriman, a speedster, who um, had a, in the game against Buff, Buffalo Bills last year caught the ring pass and scored a touchdown in overtime. So, uh, amazing thing. You know, you know Tom Brady's going to do his thing. Cameron Brait, their tight end with Rob Gronkowski gone, uh, and O.J. Howard. Actually, he was he was in Buffalo, but he got, he just been released. I think that is going to be a a, a major uh, uh, a major source of of, of, of talent that they you know, that they've lost over over the past year. But I think Cameron Brait will still be good. And of course, when you have Tom Brady, anything can happen. So I think the Buccaneers are number three. Um, at the receiving core. Number four, we get the Los Angeles Raiders. We got Darren Waller at tight end. Of course, they've signed. Uh, they, uh, well, they, they did sign. They want to add, but they, they recently traded for him. We've got um, Hunter Renfro. We got uh, you know Mac Hollins, who was a, a receiver, uh, undersecretary free agent from Miami. We we got some talent there in Las Vegas. And Derek Carr, this is his year to shine. This is his year to do what you need to do to get his team to the Super Bowl. Um, so, and they should be focused on that offense. Josh Jacobs out of the backfield, I think, can catch some balls as well. But this receiving core is going to be fantastic. We know last year with Hunter Anderson Green Bay had over 100 catches. Hunter Renfro had over 100 catches as well. I don't know if they're both going to have 100 catches this year, but I would not be surprised if that does happen. Big time 
Uh, big time talent in Las Vegas. Number four, the Raiders. Number five, the Vikings. Let's look at this guy, right? We're talking about Jordan Jefferson or Justin Jefferson, excuse me. Uh, doing the gritty, you know all that stuff, right? We've got Adam Thielen. We know two superstar studs. Irv Smith Jr. is a great tight end, and we we now have this new offense. We're going to see it come about. Uh, we're going to see it's it's Kevin Kevin McConnell who comes from the the uh, Rams. They're going to bring this West Coast style offense here. We'll see how that works. I think I think it's going to be perfect for for uh, Kurt Kurt Cousins because he was in a He's been, he's been in the West Coast offense all along. This is just going to be a different type of West Coast offense. So I would expect the Vikings to have very good talent. And don't be surprised if they are the surprise division winner this year. Number six, the Buffalo Bills. You start with Stephon Diggs, who has probably been one of the biggest helps to um, biggest helps to. Uh, Josh Allen becoming who Josh Allen has become, but also just Josh, Josh Allen has done a lot of work himself as well. Uh, you have Gabriel Davis, who should have a breakout season this year. Uh, we, we know what he did in that playoff game against the Chiefs. He had three touchdown passes, uh, pass catches, incredible. Isaiah McKenzie in the slot should be should be a a, a well off thing. Uh, and then we're also going to talk about uh, Jameson. Crowder, who was an unrestricted free agent from the New York Jets, and of course the tight end Dawson Knox. Josh Allen, this is this is going to be a team they're gonna. I think this is going to be a team that throws the ball a lot because they don't have a good running game to fall back on. If not Josh Allen, you can't have him run all the times. So, you know he can't. You know you just can't have it. So, I think the Buffalo Bills have a great talent in the receiving core, and I think they're going to do something big this year. Number seven. Is the 49ers. You start with 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 uh, Kittle, right? You start with Kittle at tight end. He's the number one receiver. He's the guy the Trey Lance needs to get the ball to early and often. And you got Debo Samuel, who's a wide receiver, also a running back. He's going to be doing a lot of great things as well. Brendan Ayuk, uh, a, a rookie from a couple years ago, he need he I think he has got great talent as well. So um, when you when you look at those three, and then you talk about all the running backs out of the backfield catching passes, things like that, I think Kyle Shanahan is going to, at the very least, make Trey Lance, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo. He's gonna he's gonna turn him into Jimmy Garoppolo number two. You know, and Jimmy Garoppolo is that there. And Jimmy Garoppolo, and if Jimmy Garoppolo has to come in for Trey Lance, then that would just uh, I think maybe make him more even more talented because I think at this point in their careers, Jimmy Garoppolo is a better quarterback than Trey Lance, but Trey Lance just has so much promise and upside that they want to go with Trey Lance. But in the receiving core, the 49ers is seven. The Dallas Cowboys are eight. Um and, and that's including some of the injuries that has happened, like to James Washington and Things like that. Um, Dalton Schultz is a tight end. C.D. Lamb on one side, Michael Gallup on the other side. Uh, they've got some. They've Noah Brown and Dylan Tolbert are in their receiving core as well. Um, so this is going to be very simple for Dak Prescott. You know, I, I think a lot of people are not are wondering like, why did you trade Amari Cooper? But I think that get, that shows up the number one. Receiver spot for CD Lamb to take over and Michael Gallup number two. And then they did lose Cedric Wilson to Miami. 
And like I mentioned, James Washington got injured. But I truly believe the Cowboys have great receiving core. That's not counting out two running backs that, came out, that can come out of the backfield and catch passes as well, Elliott and Pollard. So I think the Cowboys are, uh, I think if they can cut down the penalties, they are destined for a, a long run in the, in, in the playoffs. Number nine, the Seattle Seahawks. Now, the thing with the Seattle Seahawks is uh, the quarterback rankings, I had them 32nd with Geno Smith. The running back rankings, I had them 32nd with Brad Penny. And I have the, the, the Seahawks ninth in their receiving core because they got Noah Fant in the Russell Wilson trade from, from Denver. So he, and he's a very good tight end up on the up-and-coming tight end side. And then we talk about DK Metcalf, who is just a, a beast of a receiver, and Tyler Lockett, who has become a become a fantastic receiver as well. So you have to look at them and say, okay, so what you know, what else are they gonna do? You have that tight end, you have the you have, you have the the two receivers, great talent, right? But then they have that quarterback, and you just don't know if that quarterback. Either one of them, Geno Smith or Drew Locke, can get them the ball. But talent-wise, I think they're. I think they're both. You know, with the with Metcalf and Lockett, and then of course with Fant at the tight end. I think that makes them, without question, a top 10, 15 receiving core. I personally have them at nine. Uh, so we'll have to see w what goes on down this year when it comes to that. You know that place. Number ten, I have the Chargers. Justin Herbert has Mike Williams. They have Keenan Allen. They have Jalen Guyton, and many others in that talented receiving core. Austin Eckler can catch passes out of the backfield. Just uh, Justin Herbert is going to, I, I think, he's going to fight and battle for that um, MVP this year. Uh, I think he's going to do it with, with these talented guys in their receiving core. Number 11, the Philadelphia Eagles. You have A.J. Brown. You have uh, Devontae Smith. You have uh, Quez Watkins. You have Jalen Rager. You have Zach Pascal. All there, not along with D Dallas Goddard at the tight end spot. True talent. All the things is going to be is, is gonna, can the quarterback get them the balls? Can they get them the balls on time and in space and 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 and, and accurately? If Jalen Hurts can do that, Philadelphia Eagles are going to walk away with this division, hands down. I truly believe. But that's but that's all going to be depending on if Jalen Hurts is the guy to get them there. So we'll really have to see and wait about that. But the talent there is immeasurable. So um, the Eagles have. A true talented receiving core, I think, and it's, um, it's going to be great to see what they do with it this year. Um, going now to thirteen, uh, no, excuse me, twelve. That's the Miami Dolphins. Now we talked about Cedric Wilson there, going there as an undisputed free agent from Dallas. Mike Gusecki, the tight end. Jalen Waddle, who was there last year. But, of course, the major one is the trade they got from Kansas City when they took Tyreek Hill there. And he's the, and this is all going to be about, you know, speed with them. Jalen Waddle is fast. Tyreek Hill is fast. 
uh, Sadie Wilson has twitched. I don't really know if they have a lot of big, um, you know, big body guys who can go up, jump up, and get the ball, but I do think they have speed guys. And again, if Tua is as accurate as Tyreek says, this should be fun to watch in Miami with, uh, with all those, with all of that talent they have there. Uh, 13, the Kansas City Chiefs. We just talked about them Tyreek, losing Tyreek Hill, um, but they've signed Juju Smith-Schuster. They uh, signed Marquez Valdez Scantling. They've got um, Nicole Hartman there as well. They've got Sky Moore, and uh, and they've got uh, of course the big man, Tra uh, Travis Kelsey, because he's going to be the, the the number one without question. And then we're going to see how the other ones can stop up. Judas Smith-Schuster looked like he was going to be a one. But once they got rid of Antonio Brown, he was really not the same guy. He has not been the same person since. Um, McCall Hartman says he can step up. He's fast. Not as fast as Tariq, but he's still fast. So let's see if he can step up. And Marquez Valdez-Scanling is also fast. He has some speed as well. Sky Moore, I think they say he's fast, but I don't know. <laughs> On Madden, you don't have him being fast. So we'll have to wait and see. It'd be truly fast, but it's um it's amazing what what um, the Chiefs are going to be doing. And I, I think no matter what, as long as you have that guy back there throwing the pill, anyone can become a star in that offense. So uh, Kansas City Chiefs are going to um, still do some damage this year, and they've got some talented guys to help out um, Travis Kelsey in the receiving core. Fourteen, the New Orleans Saints. Now this one here is. I, I love this right here, right? They they've they've moved um um Jesus Christ. Um Taysom Hill. They moved Taysom Hill to tight end. So he's gonna be a tight end. I don't know if he's gonna be a starter or not, who knows? But they moved him to tight you know, tight end. And uh they have him there. And then Michael Thomas is gonna come back, you know, healthy off of a off of an injury played year. Uh, they got they drafted Chris Olafi, speed demon in you know, from um Ohio State, and then they signed uh, Jarvis Landry to be the slot guy. So James Wilson has many guys there to do so. They've also got uh, Marquez Callaway. They've also got Traquan Smith. They got Deontay Harris uh, there as well. Although Deontay Harris is more of a return guy, but they still got all of those guys back there. So it, it, it's going to be special to see what those guys can do. And, and how bad they're going to do it as well. So, uh, again, it's another thing we got to say. Can James Wilson get them the ball and get them the ball early and often and accurately? And if you can do that, I think the Saints are, are very much a contender to, go, to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. So, um, Number 15 are the, uh, are the Carolina Panthers. Uh, when you look at them, you look at uh, DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, who are already there. Um, they've got She Smith. Uh, they traded for LaVisca uh, Le 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 Chenault Jr. They've got, uh, they signed Andre Roberts and uh, Rashard Higgins in free agency. So they've got, a, they've got an amazing core. There as well, and we know Big Mayfield is not going to be the starter. So um, once all of that happens, uh, it's going to be great to see them all in action. And it, it, it's one of those things where you have to watch and see can Big Mayfield, you know, 
restart his career? And can he and, and, and can he do it with these weapons that they have? And the number one weapon that you always have to mention, whether you're talking about running back or receiving, is Christian Christian McCaffrey. He can do both. And if he stays healthy, I think think he is the he is the star the straw that's going to stir the drink in Carolina. Is if, is if he can he can catch the ball running, if you can get, get if you know he doesn't catch the ball running, if you can catch the ball receiving, and if you can run a ball, stay healthy this year. I think Carolina has a great chance of being a surprise team to come out of the NFC South. Sixteen, the Arizona Cardinals. So we're talking about AJ Green, Marquise Brown, Rondell Moore, uh, and we can't forget DeAndre Hopkins. Although he will be missing six weeks of the season for a suspension. Uh, for PEDs, but as neither here nor there, when, when he comes back, he is, you know, that, that, and they get also from last year's trade, they also have um, the, um, the tight end um, from, from Philly, Zach Ertz, and that's going to be incredible. Uh, so, Kyler Murray signed a 20, 30 million dollar deal just like Deshaun Watson, although he didn't get as much guaranteed money. But he needs to not play Call of Duty. <laughs> um, when that comes out next month, he needs to um, get his shit done and become a player uh, uh, in this league. And uh, Cliff Kingsbury needs to help teach him how to do that as well. So hopefully that will happen because the Cards have a very nice receiving core, and I think they could help them out. In in a, in a, in a long in in a, in a long season to help go to playoffs, especially when you're going to miss DeAndre Hopkins for the first six games. Number seventeen is the Indianapolis Colts. Now we you now here we we don't have a lot of you know names. Michael Pittman Jr. is a up and coming receiver. I think that he has some great stuff. So does Paris Campbell. Uh, they got Alec Pierce, so they, they, you know, they got some stuff there. But what they really need is for uh, Jonathan Taylor uh, to to be to be great. And you know, so something that I think uh, Frank Wright said was interesting. He talked he, he talked about that you can't be a running football team, and you need to be passing. You need to be passing. So a lot of these players are going to have to step up their game to help Matt Ryan. Do this and become one of the greats, uh, or, or continue to be one of the greats in in this game. So uh, the Colts are at seventeen. The Steelers are at eighteen. Love the rookie George Pickens. So I watched watch a lot of Pittsburgh Steelers preseason. He's been great to watch. Deontay Johnson is a special talent, and Clay Chapel from Notre Dame can be good as well. They signed uh, Miles Borkin uh, from uh, off of the. Uh, waivers of Baltimore, uh, and they've they've got Calvin Austin III, who's also a, um, a rookie to go along with George Pickens. So it's all going to be about who's going to be throwing in the ball. Um, Trubisky, Pickett, just going to start with Trubisky. You see, you see how long he will last. Um, uh, as someone who just like to see him do some well, to see him to prove some of the, the haters wrong. I hope he plays all seventeen games. And Kenny Pickett doesn't, you know, can just sit back and relax. And uh, we'll see about that. Um, Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. Um, 
in his career. He's had some eight and eight seasons and things like that, but never one where he lost more than he won. Excuse me. So I'm looking forward to um I'm looking forward to see what Steelers do this year. Travis Firemuth as well, or is it Travis or I don't know who I don't know I don't know his first name, but I just call I just call Firemuth, the tight end. He uh, he has a big job as well to be the safety outlet for it, either Trubisky or Pickett. So the Steelers are seventeen or eighteen, excuse me. The Browns are nineteen. Uh, we talked about um, the trade from Amari Cooper to there. David Njoku, the tight end. Uh, Donovan Peoples Jones is also there. Anthony Schwartz, the speed demon. He had a whole lot of trouble in preseason. Apparently, dropping six balls during the preseason. Thought maybe he would get cut, but um, he did not. Uh, so he's going to be big there. He's going to have to be a big part of that as well, you know, of, of their team. So some good stuff for Jacoby Brissett to you know to to, to to play with, and then when Deshaun Watson comes back, uh, he should have some you know it might be take a couple of times to, to to get to know each other, but he should have some great stuff there as well. Uh, they had a couple of rookies as well with Michael Woods the second and David Bell. Uh, so if those rookies can step up, help out Brissett and help out Watson when he comes back. And, and do what they brought him, brought Deshaun Watson there to do, to take them to a Super Bowl. We'll see if that can happen. The 20 um, receiver core is the New York Jets. Now, even though they stepped up some of their games, you know, they got Corey Davis, an unrestricted free agent from Tennessee. Uh, they drafted Garrett Wilson. Last year's rookie of the year, uh, Elijah Moore. Denzel Mims, even though he asked for a trade, he is still there. Uh, so uh, also Braxton Burials, he was claimed off of Ravens of New England. Uh, Jack Wilson missed probably the first couple games due to that MCL tear, and um, and uh, neat um, bone bruise. But when he comes back, he's going to have a lot of talent there to play with, and he and he and he needs to make a big jump from year one to year two, and hopefully. He'll have the opportunity to do that. Um, number 21, the Tennessee Titans. You lose A.J. Brown there, right? But you replace him with Robert Woods. Now, Robert Woods is coming off of a uh, of a uh, TC, uh, of a uh, ACL tear himself. Uh, so I'm not sure he's going to start the season or not. But they drafted Traylon Burks uh, in the first round. They've also got uh, a guy there, uh, Nick Westbrook. Uh, I kind. So we'll see that. We'll, we'll see what this. But we know what this is. We know what Tennessee is. Tennessee is a running team. So they're gonna run the football and play good defense. Brian Tannehill cannot make cannot make um, mistakes in the passing game. I don't think he will. He really doesn't. That that three interception game. Two of those interceptions were not his fault. They were tip balls. You know you gotta you gotta you gotta say that. Just stop blaming it all on on, on Ryan Tannehill. But if if, if if Henry is, is healthy, King Henry, as he likes to be called, I think he'll be healthy enough, maybe possibly he'll get close to another 2,000-yard season and to become one of the uh, one of the, the all-time greats that we've ever seen in, in, uh, in the NFL history. 
and I think they can do something in the NFC South. I think their only their only competition is Indianapolis, but I think they'll be able to try and do something. So we'll see about that. Uh, Twenty-two, the Denver Broncos. Uh, their receiver they lost Tim Patrick to a knee injury, so that's going to be a, a, a deflating thing for them to to talk about. Um, but they still have Co Co uh, Cortland Sutton, who is there. They've got Jerry Judy, who is also there. Uh, two rookies, um, Montreal Washington, Jalen Virgil. They've got K.J. Hamler as well as the slot guy. Again, they traded Noah Fant, their tight end, but I think their tight end position can still be working as well. Russell Wilson is one of those guys that I think can make players, you know, can make receivers into big-time players. Um and uh, I think he'll help them do that. I think because of that, Jerry Duty will have a breakout year. Uh, I think Cortland Southern Sutton will be one as well. Um, but I have the Denver Broncos. I need to see it first. That's why I have the, the Denver Broncos at 22. 23, I have the Atlanta Falcons. We know about Cal Pitts, the big star tight end from, from last year. They drafted Drake London this year. He's going to be another one that can get up and get it type of player. Um, I think that's going to be very awesome to see. Uh, you got some other guys there. Um, you know, Brian Edwards in a trade from Las Vegas, and they uh, they signed uh, Demir Bird, Speed Demon from Chicago. Cordero Patterson will catch passes as well, not only for coming out of the backfield, but from lining up in under the slot positions. And, uh, you know, it looks like they're going to go with Marcus Mariota. And let's see if Mark Mariota can get his career back on track. If not, I think we're going to see Desmond Ritter at some point in the season as well, and we'll see if he's, uh, if he's their future quarterback. But they have some talent there, but they, you know, you really need some other pieces, I think, more pieces, and that may, that may come, you know, next year and during next year's draft. 24, the Washington Commanders. Um, other than Terry McLaurin, I don't see a lot here. Uh, Jahan Dotson, uh, the rookie receiver they drafted this year, I think can make some difference. I think Curtis Samuel, coming from Carolina, can do something as well. Uh, but right now, the only thing they have right now is Terry McLaren. And I, I don't know if that's enough for Carson Wentz to do, do any type of damage in this uh, National uh, National Football uh, Conference Eastern, Eastern Division. Um but we'll see. We know, surprise, surprise. But you know, some things can happen, and we can have some breakout players. And if that if that does happen, then good on them. But uh, I just don't see it at this point in time. That's why I have the Commanders at, at twenty-four, twenty-five. I have the um, Baltimore Ravens. Um, Rashad Bateman is the guy that drafted last year and needs to step up. Devin Duvernay, a couple years ago, uh, quarterback. They have James Proach III as well. Demarcus Robinson, they just re-signed off of this year. Um, and Tylen Wallace, they have Mark Andrews uh, at uh, the tight end um, position. And he's, he's a really good one. He's, he's a top echelon tight end. Um, but it's, it's going to be the receivers to try to get open for Lamar Jackson. Or at the very least, it's going to be up to Lamar Jackson to throw them open, or something like that. So it's it's I just don't know. And I I you know I had Lamar Jackson 13 in my quarterback rankings, and 
A lot of people think that he's, he's a top quarterback, but I don't think he, he's a top 10 quarterback, but I, I don't think so. I think a top 10 quarterback helps players become better, and I don't know if he would help these guys become better. I really don't. That's why, that's why I have him at 13. And uh, so, we'll see. You know, Steve Young said something a couple of weeks ago that was very interesting, that the Ravens are not helping Lamar Jackson by, by doing all of these, you know, things with the – you know the the like the the run pass options and the the designed runs and things like that. They're not helping. They're not putting them in an offense that helps them. You know, become become more consistent in the passing game. And I agree with that. I do. I agree with that. Also, also agree that Lamar Jackson may just not be as good as we some people want want him to be. And and that could be for a myriad of reasons, but I think he's just not, you know, he's just not, this is not there yet. He had an MVP season, give him all that credit, he did it, but he has regressed. That's something we have to say, he has regressed. And the receiving core is average at best, you know, with the, with the uh, top tier tight end, but I just, I just don't know about the Baltimore Ravens. So, um, yeah, I also had the Baltimore Ravens at 25. 26, I have the Detroit Lions. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown was the star, breakout star from last year. They've got um, Josh Reynolds from he came off Tennessee. They've got DJ Chalk, the free agent from Jacksonville. They've got Khalif uh, Raymond, who is a a, a definitely a a uh, speedster. They've got uh, Quintez Cephas, who has done some well, good as well. Um, it was, it was, so we'll really have to wait and see. Uh, I think with DJ Chalk and Amara St. Brown, there, there, there could be something there. Uh, and it's going to be on Jared Goff. Apparently, Jared Goff had a great preseason, great training camp, and a pretty good preseason. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if he can step up his game and uh, and help become help these guys become even better than they already are. So, um, yeah, but I have the, the, the Lions at 26. The Packers are at 27. Uh, we look at the P Packers. Alan Lazard, Sammy Watkins, Randall, Randall Cobb, uh, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Samari Toure, Amari Rogers. Those are the, the receivers that they have. Not alone, there's Robert Tunyon, who's coming off of an ACL chair himself. Uh, who knows if, if he'll actually be back for the, for the start of the season. Um, I haven't heard anything about that. But we, you know, we heard a week or two ago, Rodgers was getting upset that the receivers were not, you know, was not catching on and not doing the things that they were supposed to do. You know, he didn't play in his preseason. Jordan Love played most of this preseason, if not all of this preseason, um, with, with the starters and things like that. And he he was having a tough time, Rodgers. And the fact that Rodgers came out and he was, Kind of upset that John Love didn't look, you know, didn't look good this season, but it's because of the receivers, you know. And there was some talk about, you know, should, should he have done that? Should he might have done that? Neither here nor there. That's what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. He can do that because he's earned that right. Um, but his his talent is less than he's he's going to have to uh, show up and show out. Hopefully, some of these rookies are going to be able to do something for him and, and some of these other guys as well with Lazard, Watkins, uh, Randall Cobb, you know, in the slot. So. Amari Rogers from last year or a couple years ago. So, what did we see? Um, the 28th receiving core of the New York 
football giants. Kenny Dolliday, a uh, free agent from last year. Darius Tony and Sterling Shepard. All guys who have not done what you thought they could have done, uh, you know, so far in their career. Um, and that could be because of Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones not stepping up his game. But I also think that you also need to have some help to be a, uh, you know, if you're going to be a starting quarterback. And these guys really just didn't help last year. You thought Kenny Dunn may have coming from Detroit, being a pretty good receiver from Detroit. You know, last year he just didn't he just didn't work work out. So um, we'll have to all have to wait and see what 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 happens with the New York Giants. But uh, they're 28. The Patriots are 29. They traded for uh, Devontae Parker from Miami. They get signed Kendrick Bourne from San Francisco. They get Jacoby Myers uh, from a few years ago. They got Nelson Aguilar, and Matthew Slater. Although Matthew Slater is more of a uh, special teams than anything like that. So I. I, I Again, Mac Jones played hell of a hell of a you know thing last year. I thought he was really, really, really fantastic for a rookie. But you know this year he needs to make a jump, and he's got some less than receivers to do so with. And we'll see if he can turn around some of these receivers and you know and, and make them better. If he can, if they can make him better, so um, some gonna be something worthwhile to see. Um, I also think they get. Hunter Henry, the tight end, uh, there. So um, that could help out as well. Um, number thirty are the Houston Texans. Uh, their receiving core is just uh, Nico Collins, Brandon Cooks, Philip Dorsett, and Chris Moore are who is on their depth chart. They got four receivers on their depth chart. Why? But well, you know why? Because Lovey Smith is the coach. Lovey Smith wants to run the football and play good defense. He could give two chicks about passing the ball. That's why they have four receivers on the depth chart. Now maybe, now maybe over the next few weeks, as um, we get ready to get close to the first game, maybe they'll add some, uh, you know, some, some, some uh, who maybe on waivers or who might be released or anything like that in a trade. Who knows? But right now they have four receivers, and that's garbage. Absolute trash. Four receivers. That does not make any sense. And I have them 30. Why do I have them 30? Because 31 is the Chicago Bears. My Chicago Bears. And Darnell Mooney uh, had 1,000-yard receivers, 1,000-yard uh, receiving last year. Uh, and he's the only one from last year that is on this team. <laughs> in the receiving part, Equinonia St. Brown was a free agent from Green Bay. Brian Pringle was a free agent from Kansas City. Uh, Nikhil Harry was a trade from New England. He is hurt. He's going to spend some time on the injury reserve uh, that can be brought back. Dante Pettis was a free agent from New York Giants. Velis Jones was a receiver this year drafted. Tarzay, Tarzay Sharp was a receiver from Atlanta in the free agent this year. So it, it's names that doesn't that doesn't surprise you that doesn't make you any he didn't make you any less you know like what the hell are you gonna do right and then of course you talk about their tight ends Cole Komet the you know second round tight end from a couple years ago 
who needs to get back on track. Hopefully this new offense and new thing will help him as well. And they only got two tight ends. They got two fullbacks. Like, like, fuck you need two fullbacks for it. Why do you even need one fullback? I don't get it. You, should, you, you know, I think we've, we've come to the point to where, you know, fullbacks are not necessarily in this league, right? Because they're just not. And the fact that they have two fullbacks blows my fucking mind. <clears throat> and it's just sincere. And with, with Darnell Mooley, like your only true possible talent on you know in this receiving core, I, that's why they're less than the Texans. Even though the Texans have four fucking receivers. It's, it's the, the Chicago Bears are 31. And 32 are the Jacksonville Jaguars. No, I will say this. I think talent-wise, they might, might, they might be more. Marvin Jones Jr., who came from Detroit a couple years ago, Zay Jones, uh, a free agent from the Raiders. Christian Kirk signed a massive deal coming from the Arizona Cardinals this year. They've got Jamal Agnew, who is more of a return guy, but he is a punt returner, kick returner. Uh, he's there, and then they have some guy named Tim Jones that I've never even heard of. And I don't even know. I can't tell you which one of their ever tight ends there are. But I think with Doug Peterson there and his talent and, and, and his ability to be able to teach offense and teach quarterback play, uh, I think that they are going to be good. And I think you could see where some of these guys become real-time players, and particularly the, the, the guys who are going to be like your starters, your Marvin Jones, your Zay Jones, your Christian Kirks, right? These may be able to help uh, um, Trevor Lawrence even more, and maybe maybe he would be able to make them more of a, you know, better uh, receiving core. So, but until I see it less, I put them at 32. All right, so let's quickly recap the rankings for the receiving core. One, Los Angeles Rams. Two, Cincinnati Bengals. Three, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Four, Las Vegas Raiders. Five, Minnesota Vikings. Six, Buffalo Bills. Seven, 49ers. Eight, Dallas Cowboys. Nine, Seattle Seahawks. Ten, Los Angeles Chargers. Eleven, Philadelphia Eagles. Twelve, Miami Dolphins. Thirteen, Kansas City Chiefs. Fourteen, New Orleans Saints. 15, Carolina Panthers, 16, Arizona Cardinals, 17, Indianapolis Colts, 18, Pittsburgh Steelers, 19, Cleveland Browns, 20, New York Jets, 21, Tennessee Titans, 22, Denver Broncos, 23, uh, Falcons, 24, Washington Commodores, Washington Commanders, Commodores. <laughs> I'm going to do that often because of the damn con. I know I'm going to do that often. Um... 25, the Baltimore Ravens, 26, the Detroit Lions, 27, the Green Bay Packers, 28, the New York Giants, 29, the New England Patriots, um, 30th, Houston, Texas, 31, the Chicago Bears, 32, the Jacksonville Jaguars. So there you have it, my rankings, 1 to 32 of the receiving cores in the, come in the National Football League season. Uh, Again, make sure if you have not heard my running back rankings or my quarterback rankings, you go back and you find it and do so. They're on, on you, my YouTube channel. They're on wherever you found 
the, the podcast, the audio podcast, they're there as well. So you can go back and you can listen to them and you can find out uh, what those rankings were for that. Coming up, again, Friday, my NCAA preview show. Where I, where I will give you my rankings. Uh, not my, not saying my rankings, but I will give you the four teams I am picking to make the college football playoff, break down their schedule, do you give you some uh, give you my Heisman trophy winner and also give you my record for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. In past years I have done records for the Northwestern Wildcats, the Fighting Illini and the North, North uh, the Northern Illinois Huskies. I am just keeping it now to just the Notre Dame Fighting Irish if they are not in the playoffs, because they could be in my playoffs rankings, you never know. But I'm gonna just I'm gonna keep it just Notre Dame for now because I think, well, you know me and you know how I feel about um, my my teams and anytime I do these preview shows, I always talk about my teams and my my Bears and my Bulls and my Cubs and things like that. And the Notre Dame Fighting Irish is my team, even though I root for the the Illini and the North and Northwestern and Illinois because I'm. Born and raised from Chicago, Illinois, um, Notre Dame has always been my number one college football team. So I'm going to keep it just to Notre Dame uh, if I don't have them already in the the, um, the playoffs. So, so yeah, that's coming up this Friday again on, on YouTube and on wherever you listen to this podcast platform. Um, there and don't forget next Wednesday I'm going to be doing the NFL. Oh, yeah, it's next Wednesday. The NFL preview, NFL preview show. Well, I will um, give you my predictions for, um, you know, the teams, the division winners, playoffs, things like that. I use a website that is amazing to do so. So you're going to see all that next week again on on YouTube. You'll see it, but on um, your podcast platforms, you will hear it. But yeah, that will be next Wednesday. So yeah, guys. That is it. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, once again, I appreciate it so much. Um, if you want to support your boy, you can always do it by uh, going to anchor.fm slash on the triple show and doing the uh, and, and and signing up for a subscription. It's three levels. It's nine ninety nine. It's yeah, $9.99, $4.49 is the minimum, and then there's also $0.99. Cents. Per, per month. Uh, or you can also go to uh, patreon.com slash ajtrip. Once I hit a certain amount of patrons, you will be able to determine to what you want to see on my YouTube channel, what you want to hear on my uh, on my um, podcast. I have another podcast, The Word, according to me. So it will be over there. And what, you, what video games you would like for me to play on my Twitch channel if I have that video game. It's, it's going to be between the video games that I have. So yeah, you get if you become a patron. Once I hit the center, yeah, I already said that. So yes, please make sure you go there and do that. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, we'll end it like this. Please make sure you click the notification bell to get any type of videos that I'm going to start be putting out. There's a lot of things coming out recently. I got a whole bunch of stuff with wrestling coming out. Next, we got two wrestling shows. So if you like wrestling, I'm going to be talking about that. And so much, so much more. I, I've, I've kind of toned down on some of the other videos, some of the reaction videos, some of the try not to laughs, just because I don't have my the computer that I use is not great. It's not great for doing that anymore. I'm not able to be able to do the 
the uh, the reaction videos that were in the trying not to last the way I would want to. They, you know, they they it just take it is it's just a shitty you know thing right there. And I th I think it's because my computer is bad. My computer maybe it may be my computer is old. I'm not sure, but I can't find it. And it's just it's it's just, it's, a, it's less of a hassle to just do videos that don't involve you know things like that right now. Even though I would love to continue to do those re reaction videos and things like that, but it's just that's just not in the cards for right now. Maybe some point down in the future, hopefully within a year or two, I can get back to to, to doing those type of videos. But for right now, it's just going to be some videos like this. So, alrighty, thank you guys so much for watching. This is your boy AJ Trip signing off. Make sure you click that uh, you click that thumbs up and hit hit the subscribe button. As always, be good to each other, y'all. Be careful out there, and I am out.